0: Finally, a wrestling podcast that doesn't cover just show reviews and news updates. Tired of the same old same old, well lucky you because this is the unexpected wrestling podcast. With your hosts, Dustin and Chriselle hitting you hard with the entertaining content that you want. Power rankings, power rankings. Awards, awards. Rants, rants and highlights. It's all here for your enjoyment, but let's not waste any more time. It's time for the main event of your day.
1: Hello, Unexpected fam. Chriselle, episode two, we made it.
2: We made it. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who not would have
1: thought? Right? <laughs> <even>? <laughs> Look, we're so happy to be giving you guys episode two of the Unexpected Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dustin. here with my co-host Chriselle Chriselle. Tell the people how you're feeling today.
2: I'm good. It's a little hot, but I'm good. I'm glad to be here. I have a little makeshift setup going on, right? but um, you know for the people listening, we're not even in the same room right now. We're just trying to figure out long distance recording, but we're figuring it out, and it's gonna be good,
1: yeah, like we're trying to work through stuff so stick with us like we appreciate all of you who listened to episode one like we said we're here to give you guys great fun and interesting content and that is exactly what we got on deck today look we got some news we got wrestler of the day we have dustin's rant of the day and don't worry if you're a big chrisell fan she'll have her rant of the day next week it's coming and we got some fun 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 segments for you guys today so without further ado I want to get rolling. Chriselle, I know you're ready to roll. And just before we get started, I just want to remind you guys to, hey, if you like the podcast, leave a review, subscribe. It really helps us out. It really helps get the word out there as well. And we can't wait to just continue to give you guys more and help grow our Unexpected Fans. Chriselle, you ready to roll?
2: Heck yeah, I'm ready to roll.
1: Boom, boom, boom. Let's get it going. First thing of the day is me and Chriselle have some fun news. No, we're not getting married, but we went To a very, very fun WWE event over the weekend. We went to the WWE live event in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, and I know I had a great time. Chriselle, how was it for you?
2: Oh my goodness, it was so great. I was just really happy to be there. We haven't gone to a live event since WrestleMania. Yeah. So it was just really nice to. Be able to do that, and also live events being back. I am a I'm a sucker for live events, and so just being able to see the wrestlers in person again, I just felt really happy. Did I get to be face to face with any of them? No, but it was nice seeing other people be, being able to meet these wrestlers. Yeah, it was like so much fun. That was my first
1: live like WWE live event that I went to. So I've gone to like Raw, I've gone to Smackdowns, I've gone to WrestleMania with Chriselle over the last year, but um those house shows I've never been to. And as someone who's like been to, you know, different kinds of shows, that was one of the best experiences I've actually had because I felt as though the wrestlers were a lot more personable. They could interact with the fans a lot more. They didn't have the burdens of TV. So you kind of saw them doing some different things, maybe with their mannerisms or some of the like moves they were doing in the ring, they were goofing off a little bit more. It felt, it felt very fun. It, it was just a fun enjoyable experience and it was three hours which I was like wow because we got to see Roman Reigns the Usos, Street Profits, Finn Balor, Big E, Seth Rollins, Bianca Belair am I missing I know I'm missing some people
2: Damian Priest I don't know Priest if
1: was there Seamus I mean Drew McIntyre
2: like Rick everyone Boogs was there like Nakamura like everyone was there it was a really fun time Essentially, we got the Extreme Rules matches before the pay-per-view even happened. We got to see a lot of those wrestlers together.
1: Yeah, we got to see a lot. So, that was interesting, too. So, I'm really interested to see how these next few weeks play out in WWE. My advice to anybody, hey, if WWE is in your town and you can make it to a live event, I say go. Chriselle, do you have any tips and tricks for anybody? Or
2: If you're trying to get anybody into wrestling, event might just be the way to go Mm -hmm. because it's a live event the energy is intoxicating and I don't know like you you have to be a certain kind of boring person to have fun at a live event and then you also get to see why people get so like emotionally attached to it because these wrestlers especially a show that they're not being recorded on and you're able to see them interact with fans and things like that, it's really heartwarming and it's like, wow, like these people are great. I love you and now I want to buy all your merch and there goes your money.
1: And then there goes all your life savings and you're just like, wow. And then you start a podcast about them. (laughs) That was not our story. We did not buy all their merch and we do not live in boxes. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do not. But no, look, it's a great time my advice for anybody out there who's maybe like, hey, I kind of want to go to a live event. I don't know if I want to spend the money. I just say, hey, of course, do what's economically responsible for you. Be smart about it. <laughs> don't go out of your price range. But hey, where you sit does matter, no matter what show you're going to, whether it's a WrestleMania or it's a house show that they're having in your local town. Where you sit matters. Make sure you have a seat that you feel comfortable in, that you feel as though you're going to enjoy. I personally recommend trying to get near the front rows if you can the walkways can be really cool for a live event but that's just my advice
2: and we can go on and on and on about the benefits of each place to sit at for Wrestlemania they for it was two nights and we ended up sitting in two very different locations and then for this past show we got to sit very close and you know we have our opinions on that so we can go on and on
1: yeah we could go on for days but Look, this is a good time to mention that in future episodes, everyone, we will be doing Q&A segments. So hit us up on our social medias. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram. Hit us up. Find us. Send us a DM if you have a question that you want to answer. It can be anything from, like, tips and tricks for live events, or it could be anything regarding WWE booking going on right now. If you want to know who we think Roman Reigns is going to fight at next year's WrestleMania, shoot us a question. We might answer it. We'll be choosing a few people each and every week to have their questions read on the air. And hey, we can't wait to get this extra interaction with you guys. So those Q&As will be done every single week for you guys. We can't wait for it. And with that, let's transition over to our wrestler of the day. And this is one of my favorite segments because we get to highlight, put the spotlight on a specific wrestler. And it can be past or present. And, you know, for this first week, I decided to go with the man who I think is the hottest thing in wrestling today. Hottest <laughs> meaning he's on fire, Chriselle. I know you're laughing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm laughing because there was there's a lot of, like, pause between your hottest thing. I, I'm just like, dude, if you have a crush on him, just say it. Last week... We- the last episode you're like oh the the bloodline shares this that and so man like if this if this is your man crush like you have not openly said it yet but you're like more than welcome to be no like- comment so roman reigns um <laughs> roman reigns is the wrestler
1: of the day roman reigns signed with wwe in 2010 he debuted on the main roster With Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in 2012 as a part of the infamous group, The Shield, I would say a top 10 team of all time, if you really want to ask me, based on what's happened with those men. The group themselves split up in 2014 after a Seth Rollins betrayal. But since the split of The Shield, Roman Reigns is a two-time Universal Champion, three-time WWE Champion, one-time United States Champion, one-time Intercontinental Champion, one-time tag team champion. He won the Royal Rumble in 2015. He set a then record in 2014 for the most eliminations in a Royal Rumble with 12. He's a elimination chamber match winner in 2018. I mean, the man has done it all. There's literally nothing. He's main evented five WrestleManias. The man has really done it all that there is to do in wrestling and WWE. Like, It's kind of ridiculous. He's won five world championships in WWE, which, you know, you look at guys like John Cena or Randy Orton who have 15, 14, Ric Flair has 16, Triple H has, I think, 14. You know, you look at those guys and you're like, oh, five is nothing. But then you look at the length of Roman's reigns with the titles. Like, it's ridiculous. The reign he is on right now just surpassed 365 days. His five world championship reigns is fantastic. He's a grand slam champion in WWE. And he's just a great human being. I know he played a terrible person uh, on camera and in WWE, but he's a great human. if you don't know, a big part of Roman Reigns' story is that in 2018, he actually had to relinquish the Universal Championship. And that was because in 2007, he was diagnosed with leukemia. And as we know, cancer is something that is unpredictable. It affects many people big small tall short white black or in between it doesn't really matter disease and especially cancer does not discriminate and roman reigns was afflicted with that in 2007 and it had actually gone into remission but it returned in 2018 so he had to relinquish the universal title however there's a happy ending to it because in 2019 really around a year later he came back he was good to go and since then he said his cancer has been in remission And he's been pushing forward as, I would say, the head of WWE, almost the face of wrestling. You can make that argument. You know, that's a whole talk, but, you know, that's a different thing. But that is Roman Reigns. Chriselle, thoughts on Roman Reigns?
2: Look, I was a big supporter of Roman Reigns. But then when he first started transitioning into being mean and all that, I didn't, I didn't love it at first. And I was like, why is he being like that? I was just so used to his previous persona. So when this happened, I was like, no, go back, go back. Go. <laughs> no, I don't like this. Like, is this temporary? Right. But then after, I think it took me about two months <laughs> to really settle in to who he is now. And he's only gotten better with his, with like being a heel. So I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. And then plus with the, the promos that he got to cut with John Cena,
1: Oh, man, those yeah. were
2: Those were really good. Talking about missionary every single night.
1: Hey, oh, God. He's gotten so, he's so good on the mic now. It's night and day from who he used to be. I love it. Question, is he the hottest thing in wrestling? Is it like Roman Reigns at one and then everybody else? What do you think?
2: So, you know me, I'm not like you where it's yes and no. Like, I love it. I hate it. And so with questions like this, I can't give an answer because I don't think wrestling's the same thing for everybody. Mm -hmm. There's people that everything that Roman is giving, like that's not what they're here for. That's just not them. So I can understand why Roman isn't somebody's favorite. I enjoy him. Is he number one? I feel like I can't give anybody number one because I feel like saying Roman's number one. Am I saying that Bianca is a number one? Because I love me some Bianca. Right. And unless you, like, divide it up, it's like, who's number one in the men's division? Who's number one in the women's division? Okay, you can go that route. But then, is Roman better than Drew? Because, you know, but then, it just, it gets. I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I, I, I can't do it. Don't make me do it, please.
1: You could never write the Pro Wrestling Illustrated 500 because that is so indecisive.
2: Like, but I help with the power rankings. So, like, giving a definitive answer, I can't do it. But, like, a temporary? Because I don't want to say, oh, yeah, Roman is the hottest thing out here. And then someone say, oh, but what about blah, blah, blah. I'm be like, no, you're right. That's right, too. <laughs> I just, oh, I can't right. put anything in stone. I can't put anything in stone.
1: Look, I get it. But, you know, that's an interesting thing. Because we're transitioning into news. The PWI 500 came out. Actually, I think it was last week. And just for reference, this list covers June 2020 up until July 2021. It's not January to January. It's June to July. So in that time frame, what did you do as a wrestler to be ranked on this list? Now, also, what people need to understand is that the list is half kayfabe, what happens in storylines and this, that, and the other within wrestling, but then also half how good are you technically as a wrestler so flips and grapple holds and how good are you actually in the ring so I'm going to run through that the top 10 list but we're going to really focus on that top two but the top 10 goes like this Rich Swan at number 10 number nine Shingo Tagaki number eight Finn Balor number seven Will Ospreay number six John Moxley number five Kota Ibushi number four Drew McIntyre number three Bobby Lashley and then two and one at number two Roman Reigns at number one Kenny Omega so of course with anything ranking people people are gonna throw a fit like it doesn't matter you could rank macaroni and cheese is different brands like people are gonna like go crazy over it so of course when it comes to wrestling and you know how opinionated wrestling fans can be this top 10 list through people in the world, but especially that top two. Because you have the Roman Reigns diehards who say that he should be at number one. You have the Kenny Omega diehards who say he should be at number one. It's hard to say. I personally think that actually Kenny Omega should be at the top of the list. Even though I think Roman Reigns is the hottest thing going in wrestling, when you look at the total package of, hey, this is half like kayfabe. So Kenny Omega won multiple different belts across multiple promotions this year. And then also in the ring, there's very few better than Kenny Omega. Even though Roman Reigns has had a career year, I don't, I couldn't tell you when he last lost a match, let alone a singles match. I think as a whole of everything, Kenny Omega deserved to be at the top of the list. But this list threw everyone for a world.
2: No, and I understand why people are upset as far as wanting Roman to be number one. Right. Because he is hot. He does have great mic skills. And when he is in the ring, he's a monster in the ring and you want to watch it and he's very entertaining. However, as far as week to week content and because he's such a heel and such a power force at WWE, I feel like he doesn't have to do as much to be great. If that uh-huh. makes sense. that He has a little bit more leeway, not for lack of better terms, he has more leeway to be lazy rather than, oh, this is my persona. My persona is doing all these crazy moves and things of that nature. So mm. I, I, I do get it.
1: Yeah. because But then people make the argument of like as a total package of the face of a company, the heel aspect of like that realism of who he is. The dominance in ring, the dominance with champions, they say, like, hey, it should be Roman Reigns. But, I mean, it's a ranking list. Just like how we do power rankings, people don't always agree with what we say, and we do them weekly. Like right? So I can only imagine compiling everything from an entire year and doing it. Maybe we should do that, Chris, At the end of the year, we should treat everybody to, like, a final year power ranking. Like, top 20 or something crazy.
2: Oh, I'm with it.
1: That would be big. But also, oh, you know...
2: What if? What if they just put Ken like okay, Kenny Omega? Not like saying that he's not a great wrestler or anything like that. But what if? What if the original draft did have Roman Reigns at number one, and someone said, "Okay, that's cool, but you know what's great? Clicks." So let's just let's
1: just switch them. Let's just let's just switch them. <laughs> it would have been outrage either way because WWE <laughs> stands would have been pissed and then AEW it would have been a mess. And like we're not here to compare promotions. That's not really what we're into. Like we like what we like. But you know how people can be, like I said, you can you can compare Velveeta to Craft, and it'll be like World War Four. Like people will go crazy. Like, I get it, like what you like, but man, sheesh, everybody. But look. Kenny Omega's holding it down over in AEW. And you know who else is holding it down now over in AEW?
2: Who, Destin?
1: Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, rather, my bad. Like, that's going to be so weird trying to – I think I'm always going to call him Daniel Bryan. Like, I don't – it just sounds better, doesn't it? That's so rude, but it sounds better.
2: Daniel Bryanson? Daniel Bryan.
1: Daniel Bryan sounds better than Bryan Danielson
2: brian danielson that's what it is why did you correct me i was like wait this doesn't feel right and i was letting
1: you have your moment but but, but no like uh, but adam cole and daniel Bryan are now in aew and you know people are saying like oh this turns the tides for aew just that and the other it is what it is um i mean i like wrestling so like i'm not in the interest of comparing these promotions too much like Of course, there's natural comparisons that are going to be made and getting guys like Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan are very huge, especially, you know, with what these men want to do in the situations regarding them. Like you look at Adam Cole, uh, his girlfriend is over there in AEW. Some of his best friends are over there in AEW. And Adam Cole is an NXT superstar. Like you could make the argument he's the greatest NXT wrestler of all time. But as we've seen with some people getting called up from NXT to the main roster, doesn't quite work out too well, especially if you're a smaller body. So, or if your name
2: is Carrion Cross. Yeah. Oh God. But but last night he finally did get something that was eye-opening and kind of maybe he has a chance to they redeem whatever. It his... only
1: took him two months, oh. and getting beat by Jeff Hardy badly, like. I love Jeff Hardy. No Jeff Hardy slander here, but that shouldn't have happened. Let's be real. No, it shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. But look, Adam Cole's gone. And then you look at a guy like Daniel Bryan, who has been with the company, I I don't even know how long, but years. And I mean, Daniel Bryan main evented two WrestleManias, multiple time world champion. He did everything that he could in WWE. Outside of a Royal Rumble win, Daniel Bryan has done everything. I mean, There was nothing left for him to conquer in WWE. And I applaud the man for wanting to stretch out a little bit, spread his own wings. You know, he wants to work in Japan a little bit. He wants to wrestle in other promotions. And as of right now, AEW offers him the opportunity to do that. Now, I've heard rumors that WWE offered him uh, a brand new contract with dates that he could wrestle in Japan. But Brian wants to do what he wants to do. And I respect it. I, I hope both of these guys do well.
2: No, I definitely want them to do well. But also, there was something I saw saying that Daniel Bryan has always had a good relationship with Vince McMahon. Yeah. But sometimes he did feel that because they had such a good relationship, that Vince McMahon was a little too protective. And so he couldn't do everything that he would want to do. Mm-hmm. And so in order to push his limits, he did need to leave. Yeah. And when you put it like that, absolutely respect that. Do do that. And he's a great wrestler. And he'll do great wherever he goes. So as long as he's happy, I could be happy.
1: Yeah, look, I am in the business of hey guys, go do what you want to do. Have a great time. So I really hope it works out for them guys. I think it will. AEW does a really good job at managing their talent. They're still a new promotion, but they've done very well with managing their talent. WWE does well enough, you know. Like I really hate the discussion where like people say, Oh, especially with these two guys where people say, oh, they were wasted in WWE. I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan was a multi-time world champion and Adam Cole is the greatest NXT star of all time. Let's move on with it. Like, come on now. But it it is hard to say. And, you know, you could make the argument that WWE creative may have mishandled Adam Cole. Mick Foley seems to think so. Because Mick Foley tore WWE, especially the creative department, apart. I mean... He said, if I was coming up today, I don't know if I would want to be around WWE. I don't know if I could trust him to handle my character. And I mean, Mick Foley's a legend. Like, let's not mix words here. Mick Foley is a WWE legend. And it's crazy to hear that now from a legend who constantly appears on WWE, too. Like, It's crazy to hear that and hear those perspectives, not just from fans, but people who are closely related to the company.
2: No, but you bring up a, a solid thing, and I feel like people need to remember, a lot of times people like to slander wrestlers, like, oh, why would they do that, or, yeah. they, you know, blame them, but a lot of the times, there's things that aren't in their control, Yeah, exactly. That, there's a lot of moving pieces behind the curtain, so when things are more directed at the creative or Vince McMahon, I'm all for it, because those, I think those are the true villains in the story, not not the Sonia DeVille not the wrestler yeah. it's, it's not it's not them it's not them
1: yeah exactly so you look at like a guy like Kevin Owens whose contract expires in January what we're less than 6 months away from Kevin Owens contract expiring and we don't know if his contract will be renewed we don't know if he's already renewed it by the time we're recording this but a guy like him who is fantastic in the ring but he hasn't been doing too much as of recently is he going to want to jump yet because he's not creatively fulfilled I love Kevin Owens, but I also, like I said, I want to see whatever is best for these people, whether it's in WWE and Japan and Ring of Honor. Who cares? Like, I want them to be creatively happy because they're people at the end of the day. So it's one of the things we'll have to see.
2: Yeah, and then with Kevin Owens, a lot of times you like to think of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a package deal. So what does one's path mean for the other? And yeah, you can have one without the other. It's just a little sad.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. But I mean, hey, it, it, life happens. Things happen. We'll see what happens with these guys. But Chriselle, I have a question for you. Hmm. Do you want the good news first or the bad news first? The bad news. Okay. Well, the bad news is our boy Samoa Joe had to relinquish his NXT title.
2: Oh, he did. And it was so random. And I mean, and it wasn't on NXT. It was just kind of a random video that he recorded somewhere in his house. Like, hey, like, and he cut it well. And it was. he's still, you know, he's great on Mike. But it's just kind of like, wait, why did this happen? And it was at night. It wasn't like, it wasn't prime time or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was kind of like, send it out maybe if it even had like better studio production of him having to relinquish his title. And I understand it happened quickly, but I feel like they could have gotten him into the studio or something, some camera light, something something more significant than him having to turn on the camera at home and record it. It was anticlimactic mm-hmm. and sad.
1: Right. It was mad sad, especially a guy like Samoa Joe who has constantly been plagued with injuries, you know, concussions, things of that nature. I'm hoping he's okay too, man. They got that new era of NXT tonight, though, so we'll see what happens with that. They're crowning a new champions. I don't know. I'm interested. Like, I can't say I'm not interested to see what this new NXT is. By the way, we're recording. It's before the episode. So we don't know who won the title. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what the arena looks like. Is Triple H still in charge? We don't know anything. We're going to be finding out at the same time as you guys. But I'm excited for that new era of NXT. Just wish Samoa Joe was directly a part of it for right now but hopefully he's back soon
2: yeah they he said um in the video that he won't be gone for too long he'll be gone for a little while he does have to step away but not too much information as to what the injury was or what what's going on but that he just needs to step away for a little while but that he will be back hopefully it's a lot quicker than the last time that he had to step away but he will be back
1: yeah as long as he takes care of himself but you want the good news now
2: I'll take the good news. I don't know
1: if you want the good news because I'm about to go crazy.
2: Well, don't go crazy. Okay, bro. be quiet.
1: My boy, Big E, my boy, my man's Big E, e That boy, Etor. he won the WWE Championship last night on Monday Night Raw. Yes, he cashed in his money in the bank on Bobby Lashley, big old bobbles. It don't matter. My man Biggie came through and got him a championship.
2: And I was almost debating whether he was actually going to do it. Because he had tweeted out, okay, cat's out of the bag. I'm going to cash in tonight. Yeah, he made it obvious. You know, just like, wait, wait, this isn't usually how people go about it. Usually it's kind of just a surprise. Like, oh, it's almost like an RKO. It comes out of nowhere. and It's just like, what's what's going on? And so I thought, okay, there's going to be some type of psych and then he was going to cash it in on SmackDown or something crazy. But I'm really glad that it happened. I will miss him having the, the Money in the Bank briefcase because he was great. Just tormenting people on Raw or on SmackDown. Just, ooh, it's tonight the night. Am I going to come oh, for right, your title? Right, right, Am I going to come for your title? I'll miss that.
1: Yeah, I'm going to miss that. But, man, nothing can compare to Big E with the WW. I mean, uh, I... I could cry like I was so happy when I saw it like there is very few things that bring me joy like Biggie being successful when he won money in the bank I wanted to cry now he got the championship I want to cry I'm hoping they book him well I'm pretty sure his first opponent's gonna be Bobby Lashley which is fine I think that's very fair but I hope that they book him well I hope that he has a great championship run I hope they don't screw it up and I hope they do the New Day versus the Bloodline, that Survivor Series. Like, that is a money, money, money feud. There are so many possibilities with Big E. He has the charisma. He's a great in-ring worker. Big E is the GOAT. If you haven't seen his cash-in, I know we normally save, like, best match and stuff like that for our other show. But, like, if you haven't seen his exact cash-in, just for the moment of it, Go look it up. It's a great couple minutes. You'll love it.
2: Honestly, even if you just spent a few minutes going over all the all all cashins, I, that's just a good time. Like just just right. go just go down a YouTube rabbit hole of cash-ins because those are always just iconic moments
1: look biggie cast in he won a title it genuinely probably couldn't have happened to a nicer person based on like what everyone has said about him how everyone was very happy for him other than Roman who tweeted smart decision <laughs> that actually made me laugh I'm like Rob Roman never leaving character huh <laughs> he
2: was like yeah you better not come from my belt. right right you know, and also, I know they haven't really touched on it, but I like to see it as like a redemption because the last time uh, Kofi was against Lashley, Lashley tore him up, threw him around like a rag doll, and so now it's kind of like, oh, like you know, best friend Big E came in and got the Clean redemption up. shot. Yeah, like- <laughs> my my big friend came through. It's like an older brother. Wait till
1: my older brother gets here, it's like. Like, that's what it was like. Nah, I'm we're, we're very happy for Biggie. Like, go look up the cash-in. Go look up the things that Biggie does with his Our Heroes Rock program, teaching children about African-American heroes and things like that. Biggie is a great human. He's a great person. I'm happy for him. Can't wait to see what is going on. But that wraps up our news, Chriselle. It's done. And guess what? The show would be over, but Nah. <laughs> nah. It's my time now. I know I've been hosting these last two episodes and Chriselle will have her time next week. But nah, it's my time.
2: I have no idea what's about to come out his mouth. But I'm just going to apologize in advance. And don't worry, next week I'll be taking over. So just good luck listening to this.
1: Yeah. If you enjoyed these first two episodes, you'll want to come back next week. Because Chriselle is going to be hosting her next two episodes. And it's going to be fun. But nah, like I said, listen here, everybody. Let's have a talk. It's the rant of the day. He said bring it in close. Bring it in close. Everybody have a look. So, look, I hope you got me in your headphones, and your car, if you're playing me through your speaker. It's kind of weird, but okay.
2: It's look. not weird. <laughs> That's how I listen to podcasts sometimes.
1: Oh, really? You don't use headphones? The car audio? Like, you don't?
2: You distracted me from my rant. Okay. Oh, right. Look,
1: my rant of the week or of the day, we don't know what we're calling it yet, but listen here, everybody. My rant is about wrestling is fake. Now you're saying, Dustin, you run a wrestling podcast. What do you mean wrestling is fake? I don't think wrestling is fake. Fake is a terrible term. But to the people out there who say wrestling is fake, oh, I didn't know you could do them backflips. Oh, I didn't know them bruises were makeup put on. Oh, I didn't know that they actually broke their foot. These injuries are real. And of course, yeah, if you play fight, you can get injured. Of course, duh. But what these people do and what these wrestlers do requires extreme talent, extreme skill, extreme ability. I want to see you go out there and get chopped in the chest by a 285-pound man. Or ladies, go out there and put somebody else on your back and flip them off 10 feet to the ground and have them hit the ground. It hurts. The injuries are real. And you people have the audacity to call wrestling fake. It's not fake. Is it scripted? I'll admit that. It is scripted. But guess what? It's entertainment. You don't watch movies and be like, oh, man, he didn't actually hit him. Do you? You know why you don't? Because it's entertainment. People need to learn to just enjoy entertainment. Are these people getting hit like UFC fighters? Heck no. But do UFC fighters have 25-year careers and entertain generations and generations? Not really. Let's be real. What these wrestlers do is amazing. It's not fake. And they are some of, if not the best athletes and most versatile athletes in the world. Put some respect on all their names because it takes a lot of skill and talent to hop in that wrestling ring. And I assure you what they're doing isn't fake. Okay, we're done.
2: (laughs) Not a scolding and then, okay, peace out. Look, man, it
1: really pisses me off when people say wrestling is fake. I'm like, look, that movie you're watching is fake too. You think? Spider-Man really exists, like he really swinging through New York City right now? Like you think you think in a, in the movie Creed and Rocky, like they're actually hitting each other while they're boxing? Like, come on, like I understand that it's not 100%, not everything's connecting, I'm not stupid, I'm 23, 24 years old, I get it, but come on guys, like in entertainment and what these people are doing takes a lot of skill, it takes talent.
2: It does, and I, I'll never say anything that they do is something I could do, because, and the thing is, they're doing a lot of crazy stuff safely as safe as well some some of them
0: some of them some of them that's a relative
2: they're not also that safe but you know they're doing these crazy flips i could i can't even do a flip i couldn't imagine trying to do it and be like okay i need to land precisely like this so that i don't hurt the person i'm landing on
1: exactly like like and then like when they get dropped on the mat and stuff people think that stuff tickles that's not that doesn't feel good there's a reason that A guy like The Undertaker, who's been doing it, who was who was at least doing it for 30 years, was like, yeah, I'm done. Like it hurts. If it didn't hurt, if it wasn't physically tolling, then people would do it their entire life. Like it hurts. And guess what? They do connect on a decent amount of blows when they get hit with weapons. Like it doesn't tickle. Like, come on, guys. Just put some respect on their name if you haven't already. But that's my rant of the day. You guys made it through Dustin's week of podcast hosting. Congratulations. Because I would say I'm the more insufferable of us two. Like, I'm I'm very opinionated. I'm very – I can get hot-headed sometimes. But, like, I think you guys will have a great time with Chriselle hosting next week. Chriselle, you excited?
2: I'm so excited because I'm just excited. <laughs> You're just a hothead. And I just – I'm just excited. I, I kept it under wraps this week. Not that I didn't get to talk – and not that you got as heated as you have done in the in in, in the dark shows that no one will ever see, really? but <laughs> but I'm excited. Look, yeah, so you guys it, better come back. And um, if you don't come back for when I'm hosting, then you just hate women. That's
1: wow, that's, that's and I'm the hot-headed one. You saw that con- jump to a conclusion, like that's crazy. Just because they don't watch a podcast episode, they hate women all of a sudden. Clearly. Wow. But look, we're ending it on that. <laughs> we're ending it on women hate. Like, what, what is that? <laughs> no, look, we're so happy you guys are doing this for another episode, episode two. We got so much more to give you guys. Like I said in the beginning, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review. It really helps us out. It helps other people find us as well. And also, like I said, we will be doing Q&As on every single show from here on out. So shoot us a DM on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what you guys want to have answered. Like I said, it could be anything. So we're open books. Let's have a great time on this journey. Thank you. And if this is your first episode, I just want to say welcome to the Unexpected Fam. Chriselle, any last thoughts?
2: I can't wait for you guys to come back when it's my turn. And we'll see you soon.
1: See you soon. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: been listening to the unexpected wrestling podcast with dustin and chris sal thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it leave a review it better be positive positive. and keep up with the podcast on instagram and twitter catch you at the next show